All right, we got another episode of the podium coming up with Fox Sports Ralph Shaheen, and the topic tonight is which is almost an impossible topic for me: top three guitarists. Ralph, how you doing today? I'm good, man. How are you? Doing really good. Just got off work and um, glad to have the weekend coming up. Watch a little Red Bud on TV, but uh, but I'm really interested <laughs> in hearing your because I love music so much like you do. I'm really interested in hearing your opinions on this topic. Well, so whenever you called me and told me we were going to do this, I was really excited about it because I was going to find out and I thought, oh, God, how the heck am I going to do that? <laughs> and, you know, narrowing it down to three, like you said, is, is virtually impossible. I agree. So I kind of started to think about how am I going to do this because I had to give you an answer of some sort. And so I, I came up with my own plan on this. Okay. I'm going to kind of separate it a little bit for you. First of all, I am not in any way, shape, or form a guitar player at all. I, I just, I enjoy great guitar players, right? I can't play the guitar, never learned how to play the guitar. Uh, I mean, I guess we're kind of used to learning how to do smoke on the water or something like that, right? But <laughs> right, right. I, I can't, <laughs> I've never been in a band or none of that. So I am certainly not trained enough in any way, shape, or form to really be a good judge of this. It's just, Strictly a fan of rock and roll music telling you who who maybe influenced him or stood out to him uh, as why I chose these three players. Okay. So I would tell you this. I've gotten to know Brad Woodford from Aerosmith over the years. I asked Brad that question once. I said, who do you think is the greatest guitar player or the greatest you ever saw? And without even hesitating, he said, Jeff Beck. Oh, wow. So thank Take that for what that's worth. Here's a guy who was classically trained, is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a guitar player, in one of the greatest bands of all time. So maybe it's just that. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of people that would scream and say, no, automatically it's Eric Platt. Right. right. You, can, you can make those arguments all day long. And I also got to think about this, and I thought, hmm, I would put maybe like, Glenn Tipton and K.K. Downing from Judas Priest, and how about Joe Perry and Brad Whitford, and maybe uh, you take Paul Stanley and Ace Freely, and maybe you make those like the greatest dual guitar players of all time. That would be kind of a cool category on one side, because I don't know if I could really separate one of those guys, but together... Um, Snake Sabo and Scotty Hill, together <laughs> from Skid Row, together those guys are powerful and impactful as a duo, right? Yes, sir. So I, I really enjoy them that way. Okay, so now I'm kind of whittling through all this. And I, I finally, I got to another one. I thought, well, you know, you could say Tony Iommi from Black Sabbath would be maybe the greatest risk maker. And that guy, man, just all the risks that he came up with for Sabbath were just Epic. Yes. Right? Just epic. Randy Rose, we never got to hear long enough. Right? But he, he might have worked in. So now I kind of whittled through all that. And I go, all right. So here's my three. I'll start with number three, and I'll work my way up. Okay. It. Sounds good. I'm excited. So number number three, again, this is not because of the way he's trained or plays technically. It's the impact this guy had on me. When it came to, I could listen to this guy play guitar 
all by himself and specifically watched this guy play guitar for a long time, and that's Angus Young. Absolutely. Now, now Angus, like I said, is probably, you know, if you ask all the great masters of guitar, they tell you he's no Jeff Beck. Okay, probably not. But you know what? Man, all those ACDC records over the years, and Angus was without a doubt the driving force behind it. He just, and then I gravitated to that guy. And then watching him in concert, the way he runs around stage, and the riffs that he and his his brother Malcolm came up with were just incredible. So for me, Angus Young, although he might not be the most technical, and he might be more than I think, uh, he stood out to me. Yeah. Really, really impacted me. All right. Number two, Jimmy Page. Absolutely. Jimmy Page is certainly one of the most incredible technical guitar players out there. Very inventive in everything he came up with. Really, man, did he ever raise the bar in so many different ways. And what Zeppelin did when they hit the scene and the, what, 69 or whatever it was when they finally emerged, was so different than anything else that had come before it. So that is one of the reasons why I picked Jimmy Page as number two, because he did things I had never heard anywhere else. And so for that very reason, it drew me to his playing and the sound of Led Zeppelin, because it was like, wow, yeah. this is so different, you know, whether, you, whether you're listening to Black Dog or Days and Confused or a whole lot of love, they were all just incredible stuff. And then, you know, playing the, the double neck guitar and all the things that he did that nobody else was doing. You yeah. know, when he did that double neck guitar, you know, he actually had to have the first one that he ever used made specifically for him because he couldn't get one. Right. And he's like, I need this to do what I want it to do musically. So that creative genius that way uh, really made Jimmy Page stand out to me. Love it. So number one is very similar um, to Jimmy Page as far as how he changed everything I ever heard sonically. And that's Eddie Van Halen. Okay, yeah. Again, you can you can start to make the argument that maybe there's other players that are greater than him and that all the stuff that he did was shtick or whatever you want to say. But when I first heard Eddie Van Halen and Van Halen won, I'm looking at that album cover and I'm going, there's four guys pictured on this album cover. I'm pretty sure I know who the singer, the drummer, and the bass player is. And I see one guy holding a guitar, but it sure sounds like I'm hearing ten other guys playing guitar. On this <laughs> right, right. And I'm not seeing that picture anywhere. So... He was just mind-blowing to me. The first time I heard Eruption, I was like, what is that? Nobody had ever made a sound like that. I, I just, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. It was just insane to me. So for that very reason, and still to this day, you know, I can I can put on a Van Halen record, and I'm just still mesmerized by it. Right. By what I'm hearing. So it lasted, it had length and longevity to it. It never gets old. Um, I still hear different things, even when I'm just hearing eruption again. I don't hear it the same way I did when I was 12. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, all that stuff, and I'm not going to tell you how long ago that was, but trust me, it's long enough. Um, 
just insane to me what he did. I still wish he would make more new music because I want to hear more of that. I know he's creating stuff that would still probably blow my mind, and I I don't get to hear it. Right. Yeah. I I I, under, I feel you on that one. Yeah. That's a that's a really yeah. good list. I um. The Eddie Van Halen one does not surprise me. Really, none of them surprise me, but it's just like when I presented this topic to you, I thought, well, what, what would mine be? And I was like, well, that's almost impossible because what kind of mood am I in? Is it blues? Is it rhythm? Is it a shredder? Is it metal? You know, and I just, I don't know how I would decide. Yeah, yeah it was, but I, I I found it exciting, though, to, to wait and hear what you had to say because our musical tastes are so similar. So. Well, and there is a wrong answer, right? I mean, you, you could put Jimmy Page number one, and I'd be like, yeah, sure, I right. get it. Yeah. <laughs> you could tell me Jeff Becker or Clark, and be like, yeah, I totally understand. But, you know, you might be more of a, you know, technical a fan of you know, somebody who really appreciates the technical side of how the guitar has to be played or should be played or, or whatever that means. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> as somebody who doesn't play guitar, I can't even really tell you what that means. I can't either. You know? I... But... I can appreciate somebody who might feel that way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've got a buddy, I think I may have mentioned this to you before, Monty Pittman, that plays for Madonna, and he plays in prong and played in ministry and a bunch of other metal bands. And, and I watched or watched him do a clinic here in our hometown one day, and like I had no idea what he was talking about. Could not follow anything he was talking about just because he was talking about all the technical aspects of playing. But yeah, I, I have no idea what, what any of that means. I sat and listened to him have a conversation with Frank Bello from Anthrax. Same thing. No idea what you guys are talking about. Completely lost. Can you just play, please? Because I don't know what the heck you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no idea of the technical side. I just know what I like to my ears. And Right. Yeah. I mean, you could say Alex Leibson from Rush. You could say Kirk Hammett from Metallica. I mean, they're all fantastic. It's, it's I think, more about what strikes you as an individual yep. and that's what that was, that's what music is supposed to be it's about how it hits you emotionally to the core absolutely and so I, I don't know what it is about me that, <laughs> that I pick you know Eddie, Jimmy and Angus but you know I might give you a little bit of insight into how I picked it side but you know there's I think any one of those guitar players who would say you know you would choose them in your top three no matter who you are would be very happy because that's that they accomplished their job and that they struck you emotionally and that's what they're trying to do. 100%, man. That was a great list. And Ralph, man, I so appreciate you giving me some time. Uh, you were telling me you're on a little vacation with your family and it means a lot to me that you would take a few minutes to do this for me. Absolutely, man. Always happy to go bench racing and talk some music, especially rock music. Yeah, we definitely want to get you back on the Moto X Pod show soon. We we mentioned the last time you were on that, that we had so many more questions for you, so we will definitely get that scheduled. I'd love to hear what you think about the national so far. Uh, you know, Red Bud's coming up this weekend. That's going to be a big race. So yeah, we'll get you back on the show real soon, and we'll talk some more racing. I look forward to it. All right, Ralph. Thank you so much, buddy. See you later. Okay. Have a good day. Have a good weekend. Huh. <laughs>